that babies typically hit the maximum height requirement before they hit the weight requirement in their infant car seat. Now, I tell you this because I kept looking at the requirements, right? I have them in a note on my phone and I was like, okay, 32 pounds. Adeline is nowhere near 32 pounds. We got all the time in the world. I even had someone ask me what like car seat I was going to be transitioning to. So I double checked and I was like, still nowhere near 32 pounds. She's like 18 pounds right now. And then I looked at the height and I was like, wow, she's like an inch away from maximum height for her infant car seat. So this podcast is going to be for you guys. If you're also about to go check your car seat requirements, first off, and make sure that your baby is not grown out of their infant car seat and that you know what and when they should be switched out of their infant car seat and into a convertible. Now, As a mom, just like everything on your baby registry, you're going to spend countless hours trying to find the best product for you. And that's what I want to help you do in this episode is talk to you guys about the different things that you're going to want to consider when buying a baby car seat and um, kind of like the stats that I found. So if you want to follow along, um, I do have all of this information in a blog post on my website. You can go to jessicahazeman.com slash blog and you will find the top recommended convertible car seats blog post. And that that blog post is going to tell you all of the details that you need to know on the top recommended car seats so that you can make the best decision for your family and for your little one. Now, that being said, there's definitely other car seats on the market. I am taking the accumulated car seats that were most recommended within my direct messages, um, most recommended on different like websites, you know, when you Google the best car seats, as well as just like I posted a um, question box and these were the ones that were highest recommended. So, These are the ones that you're going to hear about. You're going to see when you go to the store, when you make your registry, and you're still going to feel overwhelmed because it is a long list. (laughs) So um, I'll break it down and hopefully help you make that decision a little bit easier. Before we get started, I did want to mention that if you are yet to um, to have a baby and you yet to even have a car seat, why, what is a convertible car seat in the first place? So Let me talk a little bit. Um, A convertible car seat does accommodate for newborns. So you can buy, you can register, you can buy a convertible car seat right off the bat. And that's a really good option for a lot of people. Now, I purchased an infant car seat and an infant car seat only lasts, you know, for the first year of life, typically. Um, It's for our specific car seat, 32 pounds or 32 inches. And once they grow out of that, that's when they're going to switch into a convertible. Um, the infant car seat, what's really nice about it, we had the Bugaboo Nuna Turtle Air, which is amazing. I highly, highly recommend it. Um, and the reason that we love it so much is infant car seats are lighter, which ours, I think only weighed maybe like eight or nine pounds. And that's nice because with an infant, you're not always taking them out of the car seat. Sometimes you're like bringing them in, you're going grocery shopping, they sleep a lot. So you don't want to have to take them out of the harness to put them in another device like a stroller. Which brings me to the other point that an infant car seat really easily attaches to a lot of different strollers. We had the bub- 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 boo. The Gosh, I'm just tripping up on my words today, guys. 
Um, we had the bugaboo fox and our infant car seat, our Nuna turtle air would come out of the car. It would unclip from the base and then it would clip right into our stroller. It's called a travel system. And we loved that because we could go on walks and if she was sleeping, we didn't have to wake her. Um, she could just be in her car seat and go on a walk with us. Really, really nice. Um, I highly recommend the Nuna turtle air, but moving on because this is about convertible car seats. So what is a convertible car seat? This is a car seat that your baby is going to spend most of the time in. Out of all the car seats and booster seats and everything out there, they're going to be in a convertible car seat for a long time. So that's why I put so much attention into this. Like I I really wanted to make sure I picked a good one because I was going to be committing to it for years. Um, a car, this convertible car seat typically is going to start rear facing, which means they're facing the back of the car. And once they hit the maximum um, weight or height requirement for that, it moves to a forward facing. So they're facing forward. And some of them even turn into a high backed booster seat. Some of them turn into just the bottom booster seat and can accommodate babies up to 120 pounds, which is not even babies. That's like a 12 year old child. Um, so this could be a very, very big investment for you, but you're going to get a lot of time out of it. So if you're choosing your car seat, what the heck, how do you even go about it? Um, there's some things that I found I was wanted to consider with buying the car seat and, um, I'll share those with you. There's eight different things. The first being budget you want to take into account the price. There are some that are 600, 700, 800, 900 dollars for car seats. And there's other that are others that are 150. Um, there's definitely a huge range. Now the thing I want you to consider and keep in the back of your mind is that any car seat that you buy has been tested and approved. It's going it's past the safety standards. They have to be approved. Now, that being said, some of the pricier ones have extended safety um, testing. It has extra additional safety features. But the minimum requirement of safety standards, every single car seat has has had to have been passed. I don't know if that was correct English. I'm I'm sorry. But the budget, um, you you do want to consider that. Now, that being said, take into account the longevity of it. If you're buying a car seat for a newborn and you're going to use it until they're 120 pounds, maybe you're okay with spending some of that more money, you know, a $900 car seat, because you know you're going to get so much use out of it. But maybe you don't have that kind of budget and you want to buy something that might last a few years and then you'll buy the next car seat. So what does your budget look like now? That's really important to consider. Number two is your child's size. If you have a really tall baby and you're, you and your partner are super tall, you're going to want to make sure you get a car seat that can accommodate that height because you don't want to get a car seat that's only going to last six months and then you bet your baby grows out of it. Same thing with weight um, and child size and type. There's some car seats that accommodate for longer torsos and all of that good stuff. So if you have a specific scenario like that, you'll definitely want to consider that. Number three is your really important, like super important, your family size, number of kids and number of car seats. If you're dreaming of a huge family and you know at some point you're going to have three car seats in a row back in the back seat, you want to make sure you get a car seat that can accommodate and fit three car seats back there because not all of them do. Some of them are really wide and really bulky and that's going to be a hindrance and you're going to end up having to buy another car seat down the line if you don't take that into account that with your initial purchase. 
Um, that goes along with number of kids. Family size too. Sometimes you might have uh, three adults in your home that you're in the car with. And if you're going to have another, another adult sitting back there, you want to make sure that you have slimmer car seats so that the adult isn't squished in the middle kind of deal. Number four is vehicle type. Now, if you have a huge car, you're not going to have to worry so much about this, but you might want to double check before purchasing how your car seat would be installed because you might not have every single car isn't the same. Some of them won't have the exact same capabilities as others. Um, that being said, one thing that we took into consideration when buying was the fact that we have a RAV4 and we're both really tall. I'm 5'8", my husband's 6'2". Um, so we needed something that wasn't long and wasn't going to be pushing us up into the dashboard of the car because the car seats take up a lot of space back there. So that was a huge thing for us was we wanted to make sure it wasn't super long and wasn't going to take up a ton of room that way. Um, but we also considered the width because we want a family in the future. So vehicle type is also another thing you'll want to take into consideration. Number five is extra safety standards. Like I said, there's tons of individual testing um, that car seat companies have done. So if this is something that's really important to you, you can really go down a rabbit hole and spend a lot of time researching safety standards and finding one that goes above and beyond is an absolute availability for you. Number six, something huge in my community. And if you've heard me talk about car seats, if you heard me talk about non-toxic things, avoiding flame retardants is super important. Um, Unfortunately, there's not a lot of car seats out there that are toxin-free and flame-retardant-free, which means a lot of companies are still using um, materials that they're spraying flame retardants on, and your baby is sitting in that car seat for extended periods of time. They're getting those flame retardants. They're breathing them in. They're, it's just, it's not, you know, I'm, I live that toxic-free lifestyle, so this was a really important one for me, and it shortened the list. I think out of 30 car seats, only six car seats were um, free of flame retardants. So if that's something that's important to you, it'll make choosing a little bit easier because you'll have a lot less options, unfortunately. Uh, number seven is convenience. Now, car seats have tons of different options. You can get rotating or swiveling car seats. You can get cup holders. Some of them are made to um, have easy care, easy maintenance. They can be machine washed. Um, the covers can be machine washed. Other ones are stain resistant. So if that's something that's important to you, you'll definitely want to look into the convenience factor as well. And last but not least is years of weight and height and weight requirement. Years of use, height and weight requirements. Sorry, I stumbled on my words yet again. Now, this is huge because this is going to be the longevity, right? If you have um, a car seat that can go up to 65 pounds versus others that turn into boosters and go up all the, to all the way to 120 pounds. Now, it might be more expensive to get one that is going to last up to up until 120 pounds, um, but also there's just lots of pros and cons. So you'll want to take into account the height and weight requirements in addition to all of those others. But those eight sound like a lot. What I love and what I love about myself, is that cocky to say? What I love about myself is I'm such an organized person. So I accumulated a ton of data for each of these car seats and put them in a graph. Now, this graph 
starts from cheapest to most expensive and it has all of the top recommended car seats. And in it, I also outline how long baby can be rear facing. Now, um, rear facing is super important because this is the safest position for a child. It's been statistically proven. So if a baby or a child can sit rear facing up to 50 pounds versus 40 pounds, that's a significant amount of time. And there are a few um, car seats on the market that go up to 50 pounds. There's others that don't even go up to 40 pounds. So you'll want to make sure that you do take into account um, how long they can rear face. And then of course, how long they can face forward. Some car seats only go to 40 pounds versus others that go to 120 pounds. But all of this is outlined in the graph that I have created for you. I also out- outlined the maximum height, which is important for if you've got a tall, tall little one or in, if they're in a higher percentile. I also um, picked out the ones that are free of flame retardants. I picked out the ones that do rotate and swivel, if that's something that you're interested in. Um, I identified the ones that have a no rethread thar- I cannot talk today. A no rethread harness, which means you don't have to take apart the car seat basically to adjust the size. It's a very easy, if they've, you know, grown, you can hire the shoulders, you can um, adjust the harness without having to take apart the car seat, which is real nice for us because you always notice at the worst times when the car seat isn't fitting correctly and then you have to like panically adjust things. So when you have a no rethread harness, It's really, really, really nice. And then in addition to all of that information, I also um, included the product width and product length. So like I said, for us, that was really important. We wanted a narrow car seat so that we could potentially fit two or three car seats in the back of our car. Yes, we want multiple kids. And then we also took into account the length because we are tall people. We don't want a car seat that's 25 inches when we can get one that's 16 inches and we're getting like a good chunk of space back. So whoever's sitting in the front seat isn't, you know, knees in the dashboard type of deal. Last but not least on this, I also um, specified the actual weight of the car seat. Now this is really important for anybody that like wants to travel. Like if you're going to have to lug a 30 pound car seat versus a seven pound car seat, that might be something that you're interested in learning more about. So I did put the actual weight. This also is important if you have like multiple cars and you don't want to buy two car seats and you're going to be having to switch car seats from car to car. You might not want the heaviest one out there. There are some that get up to like 40 pounds. So it, it might be something that's important to you. Again, that goes back to the things that you're going to want to consider for your own specific circumstance because what I want, it doesn't necessarily mean that's what you want. On my blog post at jessicaheisman.com, you will find the breakdown of the top five car seats overall, the best travel car seats, the list of flame retardant car seats. If you are interested in a non-toxic car seat, I do have 10 car seats that are free of flame retardants outlined there. I also have the ones that are best for extended rear facing. If that safety of facing rear as long as possible is at the top of your list, then you're going to want to check out that list. If you're looking for something that is going to last your little one up until they're a big one, (laughs) then you can find a list of the five top extended use car seats that go up to 120 pounds. I also have some that are rotating that last pretty long if that's something that you're interested for. 
I have ones for the best car seats for tall kids and the best for slim design. So if you're looking for something and you know that you're going to have to fit multiple car seats in the back of your car, then you're going to want to check that list for slim design car seats. And then I also have budget friendly and my favorite. I had to look through this list and make my own decision about this because I'm choosing a car seat for my own, for my daughter. So, um, I actually chose two. I chose a travel car seat that I am super stoked about. It's only $130 and which is a lot of money, but we travel a lot. So we're super stoked that we were able to find a really great car seat to travel with. And then we also chose a regular car seat, which you'll have to check out that blog post to, um, see what all of those lists are as well as my choices. Um, and check out the graph because I promise you it is very, very helpful if you're looking for a car seat. If you do end up choosing a car seat, I um, just ask that you buy through my affiliate links. I put so much work into creating this graph and this chart for you. So much research went into it. Um, and I really hope that um, you can support me by buying through my links. So awesome. Hopefully this helps you. Choosing a convertible car seat is definitely a big task. And um, this made it so much easier. I promise you, you'll be able to choose it so much quicker after looking at the graph. I will see you guys next time on the Jessica Hazeman podcast. Thank you guys so much for listening to this week's episode of the Jessica Hazeman podcast. I know that this information I was searching everywhere for and could not find it or at least find it for free. So I put together this resource for other parents out there so you guys don't have to do the work of looking through all of these car seat specs and instead have everything laid out for you. If you can think of anybody, a mom, dad, sister, new parent out there that might benefit from this information, please take a second to send this episode, send the blog post to them so that you can make their life a little bit easier. They will thank you and I thank you for the support. In addition, if you enjoyed this episode, please make sure to rate it, subscribe to this podcast, as well as leave a rating and review and share with all of your friends. I greatly appreciate your support and I will see you guys next time.